your phone texting people that are more important than you you're such a cocksucker <laughs> <clears throat> they make me money i have to text them you oh. cost me money i don't cost you anything <laughs> i spoil you oh my it's not my choice i'm just trying to make sure the levels are okay those extends uh make me feel like it's gonna give me a huge boner i know right I love would buy one of these? Like, who would? I'm actually going to start carrying those because we sell Extend as our BCAA. So if I start to sell the RTDs, I feel like it might generate some interest. It's RTD, but they're just RTD BCAAs. I know, but dude, my Fit Aid sell no. out like that. Whenever I buy no, Fit Aid, well, no people people buy it because um, like we make a product that's just it's called like what's it called like cr- critical aminos. Is that like, the one you have up there? No, I I, I just got. Aminos, like, by themselves. Unflavored, just to throw in with, like, my protein. But uh, people love those. Um, like, people are really must be buying because, like, we make whatever's selling. Like, we make our own version of it. So You want to sit in on this podcast? You can be, like, the mediator and just pipe in whenever you want. The last right. one that I recorded with all three of us didn't record anything. <laughs> the oh, whole, yeah, like, two hours. I was so – because remember, it wasn't, she like, uploading. Up. I didn't do it. Wasn't my fault, but we're uh, we're gonna argue. We're gonna we're gonna debate the pros and cons of for the Mexican border wall versus against. Except for uh-huh. we're doing it opposite. I mean, I guess we both don't agree that there should be a border wall, right? Yeah, but she's gonna be arguing for the like Republican side, like we need a wall, we need border security. It's worth the money. And I'll be arguing against her. I had to do actual research for this shit. He's like, that sounds great. I don't want it. But I'm going to wreck this bitch. I don't know. I just heard some pretty good arguments. Did you? Like for it? Or against just, it? Just, just like this guy was going over just, 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 not, I mean, not specifically the wall, but just like keeping out like, uh, uh, basically for the wall because he was, because uh, he's t- talking about like how many, the, the statistics of like, um, an illegal um, alien statistically is two to one more likely to commit crime in their life, and the in the prisons the prisons are packed with illegal. Well, why aren't they? Why aren't they? Um, what is it called? Why aren't they sent back? Why aren't they deported if they're caught for doing criminal That's offenses? That's a whole other issue because it's the private prison system wants to make money off of anybody. Arrested. Oh man, I don't think that there ha- there's definitely a system. The private pr- prison system though is kind of a sham, to be honest with you. Though, like I get the argument, but, but that's a, a majority question. of prisons why, aren't private. Why are Very they, few are. But why aren't these people deported? Though that's a great question. No, yeah, that's that's a valid question. But the private prison argument doesn't really hold up because most well, prisons forget, aren't private. Forget that they're forget private. It doesn't matter any prison. All these prisons are packed with people that should never be in here to begin with. So a great question is why are they? Yeah, if you're illegal, if, if you're illegal, the second you commit a felony in the U.S., you should be sent back. Okay. So in my hometown, there was actually a 14-year-old girl who got shot and killed by an illegal immigrant who had been sent back three times, had five felony arrest warrants, had gotten caught stalking girls like breaking into their houses and found they, he wasn't like dangerous dangerous because they'd find him in the shower 
and he'd be like watching them while they peed and they'd scream and he'd run away and so he'd gotten in trouble for that like twice gotten deported had like three current felony arrest warrants and had two felonies on his record and he shot and killed a 14 year old girl like after being deported three times so i don't know i just we can deport them but if they really want to come back somehow they're getting back I don't know how exactly. I mean, I have a friend who's a coyote, so I kind of had a good idea, but I probably shouldn't talk about that. Okay, so we're talking about the wall, though, right? So. <laughs> yes. All right. We're talking about the wall. Okay, so welcome back. This is Married in America. I'm Lisa. <laughs> and I'm Lisa. Oh, God. What happened to you? Your muscles are so big and bulgy. All those 105-pound deadlifts have done me well. I started testosterone replacement therapy. Good, good call, I guess. <clears throat> okay, so today we're going to be talking about, obviously, the border wall, except for that... Lisa is for the border wall because she hates Mexicans, <laughs> and I am absolutely against the border wall because I believe that it's a form of discrimination, and I feel like it's entirely fiscally irresponsible. You have the way easier side here. I'm so upset about it, but this was my It's idea. not my fault you're a racist. <laughs> So obviously we're arguing sides that we may not fall on actually politically, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Would you like to start or would you like me? You can go ahead. The floor is yours. Ladies first. Ladies first. Well, ma'am. Oh, that was me. Okay. Um, so first and foremost, I would say that uh, we've been building least fences since the 90s. And in 2006, the Secure Fence Act was passed, which made for 700 miles of double reinforced security fence. And so compared to the 1990s, when over 600,000 people were attempted, attempting to cross the border per year, after this fence was installed, and then just in the 90s, it dropped to 39,000 sorry, 39, people just in 2015. So my argument for the wall would be that it's an effective deterrent and effectively prevents people from crossing the border. Yeah, but on the flip side of that, that shows that immigration is going down. Let me give you some statistics on immigration. So in 2015, 170,000 illegals uh, were able to cross the border. In 2005, so a decade previous, 1.7 million. So we're talking about 10% the amount of illegals are pouring into the country uh, nowadays. So my argument would be, why build a bigger wall if the ones that we already have are clearly being effective? I mean, that's not a poor argument, but is that specifically only on that border? Because you just said immigrants. You didn't say Mexican It's talking immigrants. about specifically Central American immigrants. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. So I'm not talking about immigrants from other countries. I'm not talking about Cubans who come through Florida. I'm not talking about, you know... People who come through Canada because it's much easier to get into there and then come down through the Canadian border. I'm talking about we've seen a 90% decrease in illegal immigration since 2005. Not to mention over the course of the last 10 years, so in 2019 to uh, from 2009, we had 6.4 million legal immigrants come in in 09 and we only had 5.6 million so almost a million less come in in 2019 so illegal 18, it's 2019 now yeah 2019 now so 10 years i said 2009 to 2019 i know it was only in 2019 for like 
12 days. Okay, well, the statistic is going fiscal year, so. That's fair. It's nine and a half years at worst. Yeah, but what would you say to what the rest of the illegal immigrants that are getting in? Because there's still a bunch of them. I mean, it's uh, so 170,000 illegals. Yeah. Well, a lot of them are actually being are actually assimilating. So the problem isn't necessarily that they're coming; it's that we're not helping them to assimilate. So if they do come here illegally, ways to help them assimilate is by getting them educated. Um, you know, offering English as second language programs. Well, we they already we already have all of that. Yeah, and we just need to do more. Well, what would you say about the fact that we're losing potentially millions of dollars in lost income tax from illegal aliens that are not filing for their taxes? Losing losing a couple million dollars in income tax is chump change to the IRS. Straight up, That's your a couple argument. million dollars is nothing. He wants he wants five point three billion dollars to build this wall. Okay, here's here, here's my biggest issue with it. It has nothing Actually, to do. Actually, it's five point seven. Just so you know. $5.7 billion for 234 miles of fence. Two th- I got 1,954 <laughs> miles across Arizona, California, New Mexico, and Texas. Uh, so we're really only counting, sheltering. That's not counting the walls that it, that's already there. Because it's not like an, a complete, there's not no breaks in sure. the wall. Here, here's my easy solution, okay? That's way too much money. And that's because for whatever stupid fucking reason, the United States government decides that they want to hire a private contractor to build the fence. So, of course, they're going to charge a premium for a 30-foot-tall, 30-foot-wide fence, correct? Sure. When I was in Afghanistan, we had combat engineers come and build us 30-foot-wide, 30-foot-tall, if not taller, you know, what com- entire combat outpost as we were establishing a foothold in Marja for probably $20,000. So, if Trump really wants this wall that bad, why are we looking at at private party, third party companies to come in and build the wall. We already have an entire army and Marine Corps and Navy sappers and all these combat engineers in the military. It would be great training for them just to go down to the border and build some HESCO barriers with some razor wire over the top of them like we did in Afghanistan. Yeah, you're right. They could be tw- paid like 20 cents per hour on average exactly. to build the wall instead of the Mexicans. Exactly. When I was in E3, <laughs> I was making like 200, like, I mean, I was making like 700 bucks a paycheck, so $1,400 a month, and you could have me working 18 hours a day and I couldn't say shit. Yeah, but do you really want our military resources allocated uh, that yeah, way? Absolutely. Or would you or would you rather have a wall that's built that helps control the main areas of crossing so that border control and all those resources can be effectively displaced among other area problem areas? So doesn't it thing. make more sense to build a wall to help out the resources we already have there instead of using our very very highly esteemed military resources when we could be in the Middle East doing a whole bunch of other shit over there? Wait. <laughs> You still want to be in the Middle East? Let's no, just address no, that no. for a second. Because we should saying, not be over there. I'm just saying. And there's battalions and battalions and battalions of combat engineers that are just sitting over here with their thumb up their ass doing absolutely nothing who would love something to go do. And if you told them, hey, we're going to go build a giant wall from Texas all the way to California and eat MREs and do shifts of like three-month deployments, I'm sure they'd be more than happy. All they're doing is taking a three-month break in their alcoholism. The more I mean, mil- they're still technically 
in the U.S. The more our military training. is deployed, the better off they are. Trust me. Well, mentally, for the you know, for morale, absolutely. Absolutely, they're always coming up with stupid shit for us to do just to fill our time so that we're not getting into trouble. Why not build a fucking wall? I guarantee you, it won't cost us five point seven billion dollars. Okay, so so because we're paying them so just as you, much to sit on you, base. Are you aren't you supposed to be arguing against a wall just overall? Instead, you're like coming up with more effective ways. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> because I am against his way of doing the wall. I'm not necessarily against a wall you because just, we already have one. You just fuck this. We whole just thing have up. a shitty fence. You're supposed to be arguing against the wall from a completely liberal standpoint, as you're, as I'm doing, because I don't believe half the shit I'm saying, but I'm just bringing a valid point. I can't do it. And all you're I doing is do twisting it. it. I can't be a Democrat. I can't be like, that's racist, because it's not. I totally get that it's costing us tax dollars. I totally get that a lot of bad illegals are coming into our country. I totally get that it's a, a lot? Sl- it's a small I'm, problem, a I'm, moderate amount, Okay. I mean, there's there's just as many criminal white people, I'm sure, as there are illegals. Probably more. Way more. Probably way more. Way more. So I'm just trying to come at it from a fiscally uh, responsible standpoint. Which is not <laughs> very liberal of you whatsoever. I'm just saying, dude. He wants how much to build the wall? He wants $5.7 billion. Okay, do you know how much we spent in the fiscal year of 2017 in the war in Afghanistan when our mission was to turn over security mostly to the Afghanis and Iraqis? Way more than that. Nope, it was less. Uh So you're telling me he wants more money to build a wall than we spent in Iraq and Afghanistan in the entire year of 2017? Okay. We spent $5.3 billion. Good talk. So now we're not even actually doing what we're going to do. But I agree with you. Also, not to mention, you know what is happening with the government shutdown right now, correct? Yes. He's trying to bully Congress into giving him this money so he can build his wall. And they're more than willing to compromise. They'll give him $1.3 billion. They've tried. Yeah, so if he matches the $1.3 billion, I guarantee you if we give the combat engineers and the Marine Corps like a $2 per day pay raise, they'll do it. Free of charge, <laughs> happily. So instead of actually arguing the pros or cons, against or for, we've actually determined that we have a solution to all of their problems. Exactly. You know what that one guy's solution was to create a GoFundMe fundraiser. They raised $20 million. These are the same people who thought they were like halfway to their goal because they don't know the difference between $1 million and $1 billion. Well, yeah, I think they were thinking that $1 billion was... Ten million dollars. You know, there's a lot of zeros. You know, know. a lot of zeros. Not a lot of good public education. Hey, not everyone's good at maths. Okay. (laughs) Not a lot of good public education in the American system, but you know. Um. So now they're refunding all that money to those people. Did you know that? So the guy who started that GoFundMe or GoFundMe was a veteran. And he, he was an amputee veteran, mind uh, you. Like a three, so like a three-time yeah, amputee. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He had like well, two legs and one, he two, also, two legs and an arm. So an article came out about him last week about him having done a GoFundMe raiser before. I can't GoFundMe raiser, right? Yeah, like GoFundMe a GoFundMe campaign. Fundraiser. Yeah. A GoFundMe campaign. He had done one of those before, prior, and supposedly all this money was going to go to help other veterans, and he raised like $15,000, and none of the money for the hospitals he claimed it was going to actually went there. So he's being called out for fraud previously on GoFundMe campaigns, and then he decided to stop it because Facebook also took down all of his pages. And then he said, I don't trust the government to actually allocate these funds. I don't think they have the resources to allocate these funds the way that I want them to be. I mean, this guy also lost three limbs. What's your point? 
I would be stealing from as many people as possible <laughs> if I lost three limbs. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I don't feel like he has to steal anything. The government, he has to be on 100% disability, and I'm sure he gets those free... That's like four grand a month. He gets would those... you take four grand a month to have one arm? No, You're basically absolutely. a chicken nugget. You're what you're what you're a chicken chicken nugget with one limb. Like one wing? Can I just fly in circles? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. But you're saying I can fly. Sure. I'm just saying the whole idea is, is ludicrous. I agree with you. But I don't think that there's any just personally, I don't think that it's a racism thing. Like, I think he campaigned pretty hard on it, which was a smart thing for him to do because a lot of people thought it was a bigger problem than it was. But do okay. I really think there's racism behind it? No. Okay, you, okay, that's fair. From the voters? Sure. But from Donald Trump himself? Nah. Okay, so let's he just... He could have picked out a lot of other groups to single out other than Central Americans. That makes up a huge part of our population. And he still got quite a few Hispanic votes considering not... that he called them rapists. <laughs> that's very true um i mean but <laughs> which to, they are because everyone's be... a rapist <clears throat> no that's just you no male privilege babe which they are because how else are they having sex exactly why do you think mexicans have so many kids it i thought that was consensual oh you're right true I know you get those confused a lot because no one yes on the same to you. I recant my previous statement. Did you say consensual or consuelo? <laughs> <laughs> I said consuelo. Okay, so I was just trying to look up some things because I personally have heard things that Donald Trump has said that I could, I mean, I would consider racist. Um, but let's just see, right? And, and I don't necessarily think that it's about racism for Donald Trump personally. Again, maybe for his constituents. But what I think it personally is about is creating an enemy, a contrived enemy, mind you, because this is the same president who has said that how many terrorists have come through the Mexican border, which is absolutely untrue. Okay? Yeah, we like to raise our terrorists here. Yeah, we have plenty of elementary schools and churches. mass yeah. shooter, white male terrorists here. country concerts you know <laughs> we don't discriminate in our mass shootings no kill yeah. them all yeah kids um, black people a lot of bunch of white republicans like we don't give a fuck as long as they're dying with guns i know but this is like one of my favorite so <laughs> this is one of the <laughs> one things he says they are not our friend believe me they're bringing drugs <laughs> they're bringing crime they're rapists and some i assume are good people he does have some amount of, like, modicum of balance to him. Well, but this is when he was real. still campaigning. Absolutely. You have to realize that he was, he was uh, for someone who is the shittiest orator to ever run for any type of public office whatsoever, <laughs> including George Bush, which is saying a lot, uh, he had a really good campaign manager. And her whole, her whole, let's build the wall and keep illegal immigrant, like, campaign as the forefront, it was like that and then job second. That really hit home for most of America. I agree with what you. California and New York fails to realize is that there's the rest of everybody in between them. And so they just got all cocky and they were like, yeah, those are stupid points. It's a girl. She's going to win because she'll be the first woman. Yeah, I'm not going to turn this into a Hillary versus Trump debate because you are, one, arguing about something that never happened. Hillary never became president. And we have both agreed <laughs> numerous times that. Yeah, but she should have. No, I disagree. 
then we could be spending $5.7 billion in Syria instead. Yeah, on drone strikes, right? Like we should be. And then we could overthrow another regime. Fuck it. Let's go after Northern Africa next. Mm. The French are already in Mali, and the French are a bunch of pussies. <laughs> Do they have any that we covet? <laughs> the French or no, Africa? Northern Africa? Absolutely not. Maybe, maybe blood diamonds. No, that's not true. You know, Africa... Okay, you do realize that China has been building massive amounts of infrastructure all through Africa, and they have stupid amounts of natural resources, which is why they were colonized in the first place. You know that, right? Like, am I not the only person who doesn't know that, who thinks that Africa is just, like, fucking barren? I don't know. I've just been there. Maybe where I was at sucked. Of course it sucked. You were a Marine. You were fucking living in the goddamn dirt. Like, (laughs) those people had houses. I was deep (laughs) inside Djibouti, and it was March, and it was humid, and it was hot, and I was just deep inserted inside Djibouti. You know if you're in Northern Africa... They're like, they look, they, they think they're better than the sub-Saharan. Oh yeah, because they speak French, Arabic, they're much more cultured, their education is better. So Northern Africans obviously think they're better than anything like in the middle of Africa. And then South Africa is obviously like the most developed of all the countries because white people are still there. Jews are- that was a really racist thing to say. Justin's always talking about Jews, I've noticed. Is it because you moved from Hollywood, L.A.? Like, yeah, and I knew it yeah, and they all made, and they <laughs> all made it, and he did it. <laughs> There's a Jewish guy from South Africa. Really? There's Jews in South Africa. Apparently, that's crazy. Just the one, but not anymore, because obviously <laughs> Justin met him. <laughs> um. Anyway, I was like going through these, like the reasons why they call Trump a uh, a racist, right? And some of them are definitely, but for example, um. Trump said that Afghanistan is a terrorist haven, and somehow that makes him racist. Afghanistan is a terrorist haven. I know. (laughs) We're we're essentially fighting a proxy war there. Like, half the people that we kill aren't Afghanis. They're, like, people who just come there to fight jihad. So we just withdrew troops from where? Syria? Uh, We withdrew troops across the board. Iraq, Afghanistan, and Syria. Just recently. Yeah, I had to write that letter of recommendation for my interpreter. Oh, saying I know. that he was with me because he's, he's like, dude, U.S. troops are pulling out. Like, I need to get my family out of here yeah. immediately because they know that I've been working with you guys for the last, dude, since 2001. I know. So he's been working with us for 20 years. I know, and I don't understand they're, uh, why they're, 18 I mean, years. you would think that that would be something that's already set in place by our government, by well, our Well, he military. went to the embassy and already asked for asylum, and they were like, well... There's no documented records of you because what we did is we hired a shitload of interpreters and we paid them without keeping record. And so he needs a bunch of letters of recommendation from actual, from actual like people who members. served with him. Yeah. So he already has like two that are signed. From... <laughs> so you're telling me that we went to another country and then we paid everyone under the table so there'd be no record of them working for us? I don't so know that... if we were necessarily paying them under the table. I'm sure there was some sort of record of it that we had to keep for the Department of Defense budget because we were paying them. But the what the messed up thing is, is that American citizens who were vetted and didn't have criminal backgrounds and spoke like Pashtu or Dari or Farsi... We were sending them over to Afghanistan as interpreters and paying them like one hundred and fifty to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. Oh, I know. Whereas we were just recruiting 
Afghan civilians in 2001. That didn't have any be... jobs because we, well, exactly. that's Iraqi. Actually, I don't know what we did. I, I don't think Afghanistan had an army, but with, like, the Iraqi army, we decimated the army, completely like, dismantled this everything. this recruiter in particular that I'm talking about, he speaks seven languages fluently because he's just, like, a savant. And he grew up in northern Afghanistan, too, which is pro-Western and anti-Taliban. And we recruited him when he was 16 years old. Like, in 2001, he was 16. And, and he was right. rolling around with Navy SEALs, getting into firefights, interpreting, uh, or, uh, interrogating, uh, you know, Taliban members, searching for Osama bin Laden, and worked for us all the way up until now, and he can't even get, like, into this country easily. It's taking him, like, all this vetting process to get all these letters of recommendation so that he can have five sponsors. He needs five sponsors that were like, yes, I served with him between this date and this date. Yes. So I'm kind of falling middle ground because he already got one from, like, a Navy SEAL lieutenant from, like, early 2000s. He's getting one from me for 2009 to 2010. He's getting one from another guy, which is more recent, which is like 2015, and then he just needs two more so that he can prove how long he's been working for us as an interpreter. That's really fucked up. They even go by fake names, and they hide I know, their they face. have to. They yeah. have to. And also, he has a family, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He has a wife, he has children, so he's trying to protect all of them. And meanwhile, we're... I mean, it's one thing... So I think that immigration in general... So also, just by the way... And also, by the way, he's a doctor. I know, you told like, me that. He's a do- I, you told me his, that. His trade before he became an interpreter was a doctor, and he was like, oh, you're going to pay me double what I make as a doctor in Afghanistan to interpret for you guys, which is like 800 bucks a month. Yeah. American. Which in Afghanistan, though, you're balling. If you're making 800 bucks a month, that's like good money. I know. Yeah, so what I was going to come back to when it comes to immigration and stuff like that is that that's someone who's trying to do things correctly, but he's also just trying to get, like, basically asylum. Like, he's not trying to go back. He's not trying to get a visa. Well, he just has no means because, like, it's Afghanistan that you can't immigrate to the U.S. illegally. okay, (laughs) but so to back to our original conversation about immigration and legal and illegal immigration, the majority of illegal immigrants in this country didn't get here by climbing over a wall or going coming from a coyote or anything like that. They flew here from wherever and they overstayed their visas. Yeah. And that's a thing that a huge thing that nobody talks about when they talk about this wall and how it's supposed to help this or that or anything like that. And then you have this other completely different situation where this person is fleeing an entirely other world of war and the Taliban and ISIS and shit like that, right? And he worked for the U.S. government. And even he has to jump through a million and three hoops. And that's just to make sure his family and himself are safe after he's worked for us. And having strict policy on immigration isn't... Not a bad thing. Isn't a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think hiring a third-party source to build us a wall that's really only going to cover four states, that out of those 170,000 illegals that came over from Central America, how many of those were ones, like you just said, that flew over and just overstayed their Probably visas? a good amount, but that's my entire point, is it has nothing to do with the actual amount of people that are here illegally or how many of them are criminals, because, to be honest, the majority of criminals in this country are homegrown. We know this. The reality is that what we're looking at is a situation that has been contrived. Um, It's really nice to make sure that, you know how you unify or divide people? Is that you provide, like, a common enemy, right? 
And in this case, what I feel this administration has done is created a very divisive, like, <laughs> device, if you will, and that is to focus all on illegal immigration. It's always been a thing that the Republicans have fucking preached against and bitched about and acted as though it affected them personally. But do you know how many construction workers I've met who are Hispanic? They're taking our jobs. Yeah, because they're here legally and they're getting paid legally by highly reputable nationwide contractors, right? You know the majority of my workers who were, for lack of a better word, pieces of shit. I mean, they were addicts and they had mental illnesses and a lot of them chose at life and just wanted to get paid for yeah, a day. Yeah, they were illegal though. Yeah, they were. They had to prove that they and were And they were also they were shitty workers. Yeah. They would also walk off of my job sites. They would also get drunk on my job sites. They would start fights with my contractors and my superintendents. They would get high in the office next to my superintendents. Yeah, and the, and the illegals actually work harder because they're like, yo, if I get in trouble, I'm going to lose this job. The illegals are foremans. And I mean, and I don't even think they're, I mean, I don't think the majority of them are legal. When I worked at the bank, when I worked in Thornton, the majority of the business owners owners, sorry, that we had were Hispanic and they own their own contracting companies. They might be subcontractors. They might do concrete predominantly. They might do plumbing. They might do whatever, framing, carpentry. But those guys were making more money than I was as a, at a supervisor at a bank. And I can't tell you if they were legal or illegal, but they had got their shit together enough to be a booming part of our economy. Yeah. And I'm not, again, I'm not pro-illegal immigration, but to paint, like, every all of them with, like, this really general brush is such bullshit. And, again, it's not meant to, there, no wall is going to be built. they assimilated really, really easily, you know? Like, some, no, not, not easily. Not easily, but they assimilated is what I'm saying. And that's a very hard process to do, and not everyone does that. So a lot of them, like a lot of the gang members and stuff that you see, they fall into gangs because they see an easy opportunity to make money, and they don't want to actually work hard. I disagree. I think that if you're going to talk about gangs, you have to talk about socioeconomic, other, entirely other issues. That And the majority of gang members are not straight from Mexico gang members. They're like third-generation Americans, and their parents came from Mexico. Are you sure? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can look it up, but I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. Overall, the main thing that's bugging me right now is the government shutdown and the, the way that people act as though they, if you work for the government, you should just expect this, except for Congress is still getting paid, the president is still getting paid, all of those people are still getting paid. But what did Angel tell us the other day? There's no TSA agents, and then the ones that were were obviously overworked, yeah. underpaid, not paid at all. Yeah. And I think that that's even more fucked up. So our government uses the tiny people as pawns, but nobody of any consequences faces any hardship because of these political decisions that are happening. And the reality is, even if the money did get paid into and they did give them the money for the wall, it still wouldn't be built because <laughs> it would immediately go to court. It would be immediately appealed. All of that. That's what I'm so saying. So it's just bullshit. It's just a bullshit like power move have from the, a small... Have the military build it. Throw two Hesco barriers up, too deep, maybe you should, too high. Maybe you should tweet at the president and he might hear you out. Yeah, I'll just have some of my combat engineer buddies do it and mm -hmm. just be like, yo, we, we could build your wall for this amount of dollars. Just be like, bro, I got your networking on... If there's any combat engineers out there who know exactly how much Hesco barriers cost, 
that are, I think they're about 15 feet high each. So if we're talking about 30 foot high, 30 foot wide, you just stack them too high and too wide. Too high, too wide? Yeah. I and like then it put razor it, wire. I like it because it rhymes. And then put razor wire over the top okay, of it. Okay, but Hesco Bear is like you're taking two feet t- tall and two feet wide with, is that what you're saying? No, they're 15 feet tall, 15 feet wide. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I thought you said two by two, and then I got confused. No. They're enormous, basically, stand-up structures that you fill with a bulldozer or a backhoe with sand. I feel you. And what about the What about the places that they can't build those, like over the rivers and stuff like that? Well, the wall wouldn't be a straight line. No, it's if not. If there was a river or if there was a... If but, there was a mountain, but that you'd does, obviously but that need to does, go around it. Well, also, so that, maybe but more that miles, if, but it's still a cheaper solution. But that also affords what actual. What are we gonna do? Build border. like a Great Wall of China, where we've got like security guards patrolling it night and day. Dude, I can guarantee you that most of the people that like donated to that fundraiser, that's exactly that's what, they what they thought they had in mind. Head. Absolutely, because they're they stupid. thought there was like a yeah, brick absolutely. wall coming up that like has like posts on it, and that we we're gonna start allocating our military to be there full time. I mean, we did send the National Guard. I don't know what they thought because I'm not one of those people, but I can guarantee you none of them had already thought about the fact that we do have fencing and security walls all up and, and down border the patrol. border. Yeah. All of that, absolutely. We definitely don't have enough to cover 2,000 miles, but no. we're never going to. No, but that's my entire point. Is it really even that necessary? Is that really what we should be focusing on as far as Homeland Security goes? No. <laughs> so it's like so then so then why but I feel like we should reduce our defense budget in general. So do I. But I'm just saying that flabbergasts me that he wants as he wants more money to build a wall than he does for the entire year of 2017 in Iraq and Afghanistan. Yeah, but you're talking about a man who doesn't actually. He's supposed to be a businessman, right? <laughs> Can you not run those figures? <laughs> I feel like we've had. That, I feel like we've had this conversation. And realize before. that two wars. <laughs> Two wars over the course of a year is going to cost him the same amount to build a fucking wall. Yeah, but he can just say at the end of it that, you know what? I told you I was going to build a wall, and I did it. And Americans are going to be like, woohoo, look what he did. He's so great. And then we'll see that number come down from 170,000 illegals to 169,000 illegals. Yeah, and then also and when then our taxes and the, and explode then we're just waiting in the next the five ones. years. I know. And then we're just weeding out the thousand people that are too stupid. That I, I wish that was the low number. <laughs> that sounds so optimistic like, when you so say many, it. There's so many tunnels and stuff, too. Like, you know, they go underground. I know. So it's absolutely pointless. There's no point. It, it would honestly be cheaper. What I'm saying is there's we have well over a million infantry troops between the Army, Marine Corps, just those two, along, yeah, but how and Border say, Patrol. So are they building a wall or patrolling the border? I'm saying, like, they might as well patrol the border. That would be a more effective way. Yeah, but what do they do when people try to cross the border illegally? Detain them and send them back? Mm. Actually, I, I do feel like that's a better allocation of resources overall. Because we're already for paying both, them. For, yeah, for both and the military and... they're already bored as and, hell. Exactly. I'll tell you, out of the four plus years that I spent in the Marine Corps, like, at least two of those were sat s- sitting on my ass jerking off watching stuff that I probably shouldn't be watching at the age of 19. Because <laughs> it scarred me for life. Did it scar you, or did it mold you into the human being you are today? Uh, can I say both? You can, and it explains a lot overall. All I'm saying is there's a, there's a much cheaper way to go about this. I don't believe in sending troops to the border, to be completely honest with you, but if it's to build a wall real fast, because we're very efficient. The military is very efficient, I can tell you that. 
We needed a combat a combat outpost built one time, and they the combat engineers came in and built that shit in like four hours, and it was like really intricate with four posts. You know, it was probably a hundred feet on each side, mm-hmm. but if you take two thousand, you know, feet total and divide it by the 400-foot perimeter that we had. You're talking about five? So we're talking about five days, maybe? That's I don't all know. It took There's them? a lot of logistics, that other, other shit that goes into it, because of the rivers and mountains. Like you said, it's not just a straight line wall. But yeah, no, absolutely. In, in a year, I guarantee you a couple battalions of Army, Marine Corps, uh, combat engineers, and Navy sappers could build a wall of HESCO barriers that's 30 feet tall and 30 feet wide with razor wire going over it. And then if Americans really want to feel safer, they can. So I feel like in conclusion, we feel like if a wall is going to be built, the military needs to build it. Donald Trump needs to uh, stop his quote-unquote government shutdown by trying to bully Congress into And this is coming from bullshit. someone who was in the, in the military. I know, I know. I'm, like, I'm, you know I'm what just I mean? saying. Like, I'm like actually trying to bring this to... It's almost just a boredom filler. Like, why not? Fuck it. it what make, else are we doing? It would make everybody happy, yeah. right? All I'm doing right now is getting on back pages after half a bottle of whiskey deep because I hate my life because we're not involved in any meaningful conflicts. I mean, what would you consider a meaningful conflict? Uh, World War Two, when you're, like, killing Nazis and stuff. Nazis. And grilling, bringing home the scalps of 100 <clears throat> Nazis. I don't disagree with you. I That's just... a meaningful war. Right now, we're not really doing shit, so... If there's really this big argument over building wall or not building wall, there's plenty of combat engineers who are sitting around in the barracks right now with a Budweiser shoved halfway up their butt playing Halo that would love to go build some shit. Justin, I mean, closing comments? I think we've come to a great conclusion. Combat engineers need to get on this shit. Donald Trump can shove it up his ass and then we can all get on with our lives. The TSA agents can get paid for their work. As much as we talked about combat engineers building this wall, we really should have had Jared on this podcast. He was a combat engineer. (laughs) That was so casual. It's like he didn't even really mean it. (laughs) We do need to make America great again. Yeah, well... The last time we were great was in motherfucking 1775, all right? And we decided (laughs) to kick those goddamn redcoats out of our country. (laughs) It's a work in progress, okay? We're still a young country, and we're working on it. (laughs) That's not true, actually. We kicked the Germans' ass back-to-back in 1919 and 1945. Yeah, thankfully they weren't over here. And listen here, you fucking liberal German fucks. If you want some more, you can come and get it. If you want World War Three, we're ready. What are you against Germans? I don't know. Those are just like the most fulfilling wars for us, and I wasn't a part of them, so I feel really inadequate about How about myself. the neo-German, neo-Nazi Germans? Uh, no, sorry. This is incorrect terminology. They're not sure. a real threat. They're not? No. What about Bush? There's, what about a, if Bushwick 2.0 happens, like, but for real? There's like 3,000 <laughs> of those, and like, like more than half of them showed up in Charlotte, North Carolina, and they weren't scary at all. They were just They're walking just afraid around. Of Jews. They were just walking around with tiki torches, <laughs> screaming, "The Jews will not replace us." They're just, they're just a, that doesn't scare me because I already know from living in Hollywood that the Jews have replaced us. You've already accepted it. I've already accepted it. Perfect. They're just better than us at everything, pretty much. Yeah. They're better um, at making money. They're smarter. They're better in school. They're better entrepreneurs. Like they're better at partying. They right. have better holidays. I know. I heard. Jewish people are just so much better than us. 
Well, speak for yourself. I got some blue-ass eyes, some blonde-ass hair, and somebody thinks I'm better than them somewhere. Probably no. in Alabama somewhere. No. <laughs> why you got to call it Alabama? Why you got to single out Alabama? Like, the marsh was in South Carolina. I mean, should I go to, like, Arkansas? I, I was looking for the, the southern. I mean, you really could have gone anywhere <laughs> southern. I'm sure there's an equal amount of white supremacists in Florida as there are in Alabama, just because of population density. But not as many as apparently there are in Orange County, which came oh, yes. as a surprise. That's not true. A lot of them are just in gangs because they get caught up in, in the system. So they have to join a gang because they go to prison, they have to serve a sentence, so they get a swastika tattoo. If you tattoo went to them. prison, I wonder what gang you'd have to join. Oh, I would just be getting raped. Anyway. <laughs> I would just... No one would know I would just be taking you. dicks from the Mexicans, the Blacks, the Neonaut, the, the Peckerwoods. Like, What's a Peckerwood? Even the Asians would be giving it to me. It's just because you're bigger and they're like jealous of your muscles. <sighs> I, I guess don't I, think that's true. It depends on how long and they've been in I prison. Think it's, <laughs> I think that's more just suppre my suppressed issues. Just saying, like, come and get it, boys of all ethnicities. I don't discriminate because I'm a Democrat. When you learn more about your husband every, every day. <laughs> so I'm good talk bottom. I push back <laughs> good talk you, I'm you I'm so know. glad we had this discussion that yes queen started out so great and then you I didn't even try because I'm sick and my nose is broken you didn't even try to I, I like did research and everything I and did my were, research too and mine was just better than yours I would just no you argument. just twisted it you just made it so that you I made it the libertarian argument because I cannot in good faith argue like the racism argument because I'm a like pussy. a racist you're a pussy for fun basically what happened <laughs> is that you is that cool or is that not cool no Can I be a racist for fun no one's stopping well, you sure is fun <laughs> <laughs> no basically you're a pussy so you couldn't like pretend to be something or say things that you didn't actually believe like you had me do. And then you wanted to pretend like it's because you're a libertarian. You have some moral obligation. Like you actually feel like you have a moral no, obligation. No, okay. I When I said in good conscience, I just meant like I tried my hardest to look up some Democrat bullshit. And I just like <laughs> read through it. And I was like, I can't say this. Like this can't come out of my mouth. Fail. You fail. I'm, I'm disappointed in you. You can say the most raunchy, vulgar, offending things, but ask yeah, them to as be... a joke. There's a difference between being not, saying it as a joke serious. and being for real. It, I'm not being serious. That was the whole point. Is that I don't actually believe the things I'm saying. I'm just arguing from a point of view I don't necessarily believe. So I started trying to just spit statistics at you, saying that immigration was down without a wall, so that we didn't need one. But then we kind of came to a moot point. So then I just kind of had to argue what my real thoughts were. Because I ran out of numbers on my uh, index card. <coughs> Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good talk. Um, well, we'll just end on a high note with my wife calling me pussy. There are worse things in life, I feel like. Whatever, I choked you out like three times. Dude. She knows what's up. <laughs> I love my wife, but also she knows I can beat the shit out of her. So That's why I keep that K-bar real handy. <laughs> I don't even see it. It's probably still in your car. No, it's not. I took it out. I know exactly where it's at. And the machete, for that matter. <laughs> Worst home defense mechanisms ever. Bro, I've got this lemon right here. You squeezed my I bet you if I hit you in the face with this lemon as hard as I could, you'd be rendered it completely incapacitated hit me with a machete you already have one fucked up eye i just have to hit you <laughs> in the good one 
<laughs> I hit you in the good eye, you'd be completely blind. My eye is fine. I can see out of it. It just doesn't blink all the time. <laughs> it just looks fucked up. Cool. Good talk. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Done. Um, thanks for listening to this shit show of a podcast. I thought it was great. It's been great. We brought up everything that we needed to. Um, I really got a lot off my chest because I'm just sick of all this blatant racism that's happening in the United States. And I just feel like we should let everybody in with open arms, you know? ISIS, like, all they really need is someone to hug them. If we just set up, like, a, a stand, maybe, in, like, New York, and they just, like, came in through Staten Island like they used to, and we just handed out hugs at the entrance, and we're like, welcome, Muhammad, for the 17th time today. One and a half bottles deep of wine and NyQuil, my dears. That's uh, that's how we get Brandon to come out real hard. Just hugs. All the hugs? Hugs, not walls. Hugs, not walls. Unless the military builds them, in which case they have plenty of free time on their hands, trust me. You'll get all the hugs. Maybe. More than you bargained for. <laughs> Over and out, bitches.